0: Welcome to the second episode of Life in the Urban City. Um, I'm your host, Paul Hudak, with uh, our director, Eric Vasquez. We are proud today to bring uh, one of our students on today. His name is Matthew Carcoba. Thank you for coming today, Matthew. Oh, and, no problem. Yeah, and so I'm just gonna let Eric lead us off with this. He He knows Matthew for many years now, and they just have a, a deep relationship. And I, we just wanna bring to you the story of Matt. Yeah, man, Matt, how you doing, boy? I'm
1: doing pretty good. How about you?
2: Good, man. Sorry. It's good to see you. I haven't seen you for how long? It's been a while. Yeah, man. Right. You, you graduated, though. Yeah, great, Big great. ups on that. <laughs> didn't even think I was going to graduate. That's right. So, hey, man, we're going to be uh, chopping it up a little bit about um, a theme that we kind of came up with. We felt like a lot of our students that we serve would benefit from hearing on what life was like growing up in the P, which is Pomona, our hometown, our city. Uh, and I, I really have been blessed bro to hear your story get to know you see the young man that you're becoming so can we jump in man you ready for this yeah i'm ready yeah tell us a little bit about uh the listeners man uh what your life was like how you grew up
1: you know take us back a little bit man man i mean it was wild yeah It was real wild i remember that always on lockdown at school um at school schools we we're always on lockdown i remember that um, How early can you remember things like that were going down? Probably when I first started going to school in Pomona
2: So 4th grade Wow So you've been in the peace since 4th grade You were what, yeah. about 7 years
1: old? Around there, yeah Okay, who do you currently stay with? Who were you living with throughout the years? Um, Well, first I was living in Chino with my mom and dad Then we moved to Pomona with my grandma and mom So right now I'm staying with my mom Okay, and all your hermanos, your brothers, no? Yeah, yeah, them too How many you got? I got four. No, no, no. Three. There's four of us. Okay.
2: And what are all their ages so everybody could kind of see the dynamic of
1: the family? 19. I'm 18. One of them, 16, going on 17. And the other one, 7. Okay.
2: And growing up, man, would you say you were a great student? What kinds of things did you love doing? Like, were you out there playing stickball? Nah, you're too young for that, bro. Stickball? <laughs> I'm joking, dude. This is a game for old people like me. But oh, okay. were you out there like you know playing basketball playing football
1: like what was life like when you were younger yeah yeah I mean yeah I was a good student I mean just like any other student yeah I guess I was I was good um I mean at the time everybody used to play outside and now you know nobody goes outside here we stuck on technology but yeah yeah we used to play football mostly basketball too okay but I grew up in a boxing family so a lot of the times we're in and out the gym so yeah, we still haven't put on those gloves yet, boy. We're going to get it, Man, though. what's up with it? Yeah.
2: So you boxed, bro. You had a lot of friends. I know in your block, there's a few students that I mentor yeah. that you're really close with. So to this day, you're still hanging out, chopping it up when you can. One thing that I was always intrigued to hear about was a little bit of this the story when it came to your pops, when it came to you kind of feeling a little disconnected from the pad and your family. You kind of towing that line and trying to live within the tension of like being sucked into the Pomona street life, but then still wanting to have some level of focus and do something with yourself. You know what I mean? So can you take me back and share about when you started realizing that life in Pomona was really a challenge?
1: When the first day I moved there, because the first day I moved there, there was two homicides right down the street. So... Yeah, I'll say the day I moved there. Okay.
2: And then, you know, fast forward I me, mean, give me a little bit better picture. Like, after that happened,
1: what kinds of things kept happening where you were like, man, this is going to be a ride here, you know? Well, I mean, just about every day we were playing outside, I mean, we would just hear cop sirens, I mean, gunshots, daytime. Um, We were playing ba- There down the street from our house. We used to play basketball at this one court, and as and soon as I got home, um. The dude who used to let us play in his court, his mom got killed. They dragged her outside and killed her right there in front of the basketball court.
2: Wow. So Um. you've been accustomed to seeing, like, a lot of this violence and trauma in the city. and Unfortunately, Pomona is kind of got a little bit of a bad reputation with some of that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So what kinds of things, before we jump into a little bit more about your personal story, do
1: you love about Pomona, man? What I love about Pomona? Yeah, what do you love? I mean, I don't know It's home. It's home. It's comfort. What's comfortable? I mean, I don't know. I guess I'm used to it now. I guess I'm just used to living there. so. Okay. I mean, it's cool. I don't see nothing too... No, I can't say that. I don't know. Go ahead, man. Yeah. You can say anything you want, man. This is about you, Doc. I
0: can't.
2: I don't know what to say. Okay. Okay. Well, for me, I love the hip-hop scene in Pomona. I love that I could catch a show in downtown Pomona, like, at a spot anytime, at any moment. I love the people, the mm-hmm. sense of community. Um, I definitely love the fact that we are artistic in nature, so right by our office, you know, you can't walk an inch without seeing some art in the Arts yeah. Colony.
1: I mean, there's liquor stores just about on any every corner. I mean, if you go to Beverly Hills or something, you don't see that so I mean. So you like the liquor stores? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm <laughs> yeah. there a couple times a day. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, man. So,
2: I, first of all, before we jump into like the heavy part of your story, I just want you know thank you for your courageousness and oh yeah, no problem. You being willing to share some of this as we've kind of talked about it a little bit. But like, dude, I know part of what you've gone through in Pomona is suffering through a little bit of a family dynamic where. Mm-hmm. You know, your family wasn't always like the ideal commercial, you know, family together, love, you know, you're all at the table eating a meal, you know what I mean? Could you kind of share with the listeners a little bit about your family dynamic? Like, what was life like with mom? What was life like with pops? When they were together? Yeah, hit me with that.
1: Yeah, it was like that. Um, we used to have dinner together. I mean, my dad's a real solid dude. I remember, he taught us a lot. A lot about respect um taught us one thing at the end of the day ain't nothing but your brothers so whenever you got in trouble remember um you and your brothers are a team so if mm. one gets in trouble you get in trouble so I remember that and I mean we all grew up kind of boxing so I mean that really brought us together as a family my mom didn't like
2: it <laughs> like so, any mom would right <laughs> yeah
1: So, but at some point, that
2: shifted, right? Yeah, it shifted real quick. Well, what happened? What happened? Drugs. With pops, or? Yeah. And how did you start seeing that
1: kind of start spiraling out of control? I mean, I'm constant arguments. Then I'm coming home. And I remember coming home from school one day, and my mom had her stuff packed. She told us that my dad didn't want us anymore. All your guys' stuff? Just me and my little brother. Mm. At the time, my baby brother wasn't born. And my older brother was at my grandma's at that time. So I just remember our stuff packed in. We tried to call my dad, and next thing you know, he wasn't. He told us everything was going to be okay. He said, you know, I'll be there in a bit. Come to find out, he ended up picking up my um, my half-sister and her mom. I took them out to eat while we were being taken away. So. What do you mean being taken away? I mean I wanted to I wanted to stay with my dad so he said I'll be there as soon as I can never came Hmm. so that's when we ended up moving on Pomona okay
2: and then he suffered through his addictions for a few years is that still going on what is that like
1: um not as bad but you know he has his moments yeah but I mean I guess it's normal what would you
2: how would you describe the nature of your guys' relationship now it's cool.
1: It's cool. I mean, you guys are
2: on good terms right now, yeah, even though yeah. the past years haven't been the greatest. Yeah,
1: I mean, I mean, past is past. You know, everybody makes mistakes. Can't be mad at him forever about that. Yeah. I mean, he's done what he could do. I mean, yeah. I'm 18 now. I'm grown, so.
2: I I always appreciated your perspective on even though things weren't always kosher. Yeah. You know, you were able to find the positive. Yeah, in some of that stuff one of the things i would also say you always would have me cracking up bro if you don't mind sharing a little bit about oh, which one is it what was it like growing up in your pad actually in your pad and i and you know like i know in our city you know socioeconomic levels meaning how much money people are making the conditions they're living in aren't always the greatest right like for example my pad i didn't have central air so in the summer i'm suffering i'm dying you know central air see? yeah what was life like in your pad with these dudes playing dominoes?
1: Mm-hmm. Are you talking about the little rats? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we had rats in the pad, man. Shit <laughs> would be up keeping us up all night. <laughs>
2: so you would share rooms
1: and? Yeah, we shared rooms. Yeah. At yeah. some point, we had about twelve people in a three-bedroom. Okay, and I know sometimes when
2: I'd hit you up, I'd be like, "Hey, Matthew, you wanna?" go? You'd be like, "Yes."
1: Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, should take me out the house real quick.
2: Yeah. I'm gonna try and be there anyway. Because sometimes it was just a little chaotic. Yeah. And then i know you got a cut you got your cousins there everybody that's posted up because i've been working with them Mm -hmm. right
1: yeah actually they moved out and went back with their parents oh that's great great news Mm -hmm. so yeah they're doing good right now they got their own little spot
2: yeah now one of the things i would always chop it up with you about too is this desire of yours to um like get a job right because you were sick of not having much right yeah and then that's where i've seen you dog kind of vacillate between Man, do I want to go the right way? Yeah, that's why I um, went downhill. Yeah, talk to me a little bit about that, cause I think a lot of the youth that listen, right? They're gonna, they're they're going through the same
1: thing, Matthew. You know? I mean, I wasn't the best student. I mean, my junior year, senior year. So I mean, if you don't have, well, I mean, if you don't have grades, cause you know, if you want to work somewhere, they ask you for your school. Um, they ask for your like your grade point average, whatever. They want your grades, basically. So if you're doing good in school, then you could work, and I wasn't, so I took another direction. Which is what? Slanging. Yeah. So you would slang, and so for those of you who don't know
2: what that is, that's selling drugs, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you would slang here and there, or was it consistent so that you could have a little cash in your pocket?
1: Um, let's see. My freshman year, my freshman year, how can I say? It? I don't know. I guess I always um. I guess it was always right in front of me, but up until I maybe hit my freshman year, that's when I started to take take things a little more serious. Mm-hmm. So, my sophomore year, that's when I started going hard at it, and then I stopped my junior year, and but then here and there I would come back for it, come back for it, and then my senior year I just went back full on. Yeah. Why? Why in your senior year would you go all in? I mean, it was senior year, you know, I don't ask for money, even if I did, they didn't have it, so. I mean I had to pay for my senior privileges. We won Six Flags prom. I had to pay for my prom date ticket and all that. Got it for the low by the way, but I'm tired of that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I guess there's just a lot of things I had to pay for. Yeah. Um my brothers weren't working either so I'll try to put a little money in their pocket. Okay.
2: And now, for those, you know, who may not know, what what could you what's an average cash flow that you be pulling in? and and does that really support you it depends on you it depends and would you say you were an entry level or were you starting to go deep this past year yeah i was starting to go deeper and deeper because i had seen you kind of hit a bump in the road you were coming around a lot to the organization our
1: programs and then boom yeah. you had ghosted you know, actually um probably the day we when i went camping with you guys the day i went home I think that's when things from right there just took a turn. Yeah. Well, Big what, time. What, what was the reasoning? I mean, because I remember we were at camp and we were talking about work. And I was like, damn, like, I can't work. Though. I didn't want to make an excuse. And, you know, the other road was right in front of me. So I just took it. Yeah. So, Matt, we go back a, a little ways now. I met
2: you at Gary High School, and it was through our On Point program. Mm-hmm. Can you talk a little bit about um, how we connected, you know, why you felt comfortable coming around? Talk to us a little bit about that.
1: I mean, I came from a different school. Um, I was at Gary, and then I transferred to Fremont. My mom transferred me over. And then came back to Gary, and my little brother knew who you were, and my little brother was, you know, he seen you, he was real excited. He was like, oh, yeah, look, this is a homie Eric right here. And I seen him, like, oh, that's what's up. Got a little shirt on, or, man. I don't know. And then you started coming to the circles. Yeah, I wasn't trying to be in class. Um, There's this one girl I was trying to get in the hallways, and <laughs> <laughs> until we got caught real quick, and then. And that's how we pulled you in. Yeah, I remember saying, "Hey, Mac, come on in, bro.
2: You, I want you to be a part of this." But then when you got in, you really engaged
1: in the circle. Yeah, because I seen you pull up this video from Eric Thomas, and I remember, um. I remember watching him a few times, it was quite interesting, kind of, kind of teaches you, how can I say, mm, listening to that dude makes you really want to chase dreams. Yeah,
2: and, and you kind of started to talk about that and ask yeah. all these questions, but then beyond that, you and I connected a lot. You would come to programs, we would go to different events, can you talk a little bit about what that experience was like and why you stayed connected?
1: I mean, I was never trying to be in class, so I would go to the circles, and I remember you brought something up about camp. We were going to go camping out in Ventura, Ventura Beach, and I mean, everybody was um, talking big game like they wanted to go, and you were running a car wash, so I was like, all right, so, you know, I'm out of my word. If I say I'm going to be there, I'll be there. And I went. I noticed I was the only one there besides you. Yeah, you and I. I'm like, man, (laughs) I I was like 40 people there. Yeah. I'm the only one. So, yeah, helped you wash cars, and I guess we built up a relationship right there. Started talking about boxing, and you liked Mayweather, and then we just started going off from him right there. Yeah. You were a fan of Roy Jones Jr.? I am, too. And yeah, yeah, We related on that. Yeah. But,
2: but it's gone beyond that because now I see you as yeah. kin, bro, and I know uh, I can depend on you, and I hope and pray you feel the same way about me, mm-hmm. right? What has been the, um, the impact of a mentor being present in your life? Using our relationship as an example,
1: um, a positive surrounding, because I didn't have that. Can you
2: talk to me a little bit about what what kind of positive surroundings for you? How did you experience that? I mean,
1: just hearing someone else giving back without expecting nothing is something I never heard of. Because you know, on the streets, everything has a price. Whether you borrow something or whatsoever, you always have to um, pay. But hearing something hearing about a nonprofit organization where you could just give and expect nothing in return i thought that was interesting
2: and that drew you yeah yeah and we've stayed in touch today mm-hmm. yeah so you know if you could promo justice for youth for a moment to another student like you what would be your 10 second elevator speech you know what would you tell them about justice for you
1: got good mentors man i mean they're good people to talk to solid trusting um, They really motivate you. I think it's something everybody
2: should get into. That's what's up, man. I really appreciate that. So let's maybe take it, kind of bringing it, start to land the plane here. You know, you're 18. Yeah, I'm 18. Uh, could you maybe just talk to me a little bit about what your future kind of looks like? You know, what what do you have hopes for?
1: Are you working
2: now? Talk to me a little bit about that.
1: I mean, I'm just... Just trying to look for a job. I don't want to go that other way again. I've seen a few things that I shouldn't have seen um, doing what I was doing. But, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I'm just trying to look for a job. But at the moment, that's basically about it. But do you feel a little helpless
2: in trying to find a good job? Do you have aspirations, desires to go to college or anything like that?
1: Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of things in the way but
2: you're smart bro yeah you can do it matthew i know you can man i feel like
1: if i join the military i feel like it'll be life will be good
2: you think that's a good step or start
1: i think that'll be the best step i could take
2: yeah well man i really appreciate you just taking a moment out of your day Mm -hmm. to come and chop it up with us Uh, i want to end by sharing man that we believe in you and you are one of many students that are listening who might be caught in the middle yeah of life and trying to figure things out and you know feeling that tension between the good the bad the right the wrong uh but i really appreciate you being here with us man yeah
0: no problem
1: yeah
2: thank you thank you
0: yeah and i just want to encourage you matt um and the students out there as mentors, don't be afraid to come talk to us when you are going through these struggles because we're, that's what we're here for. We're here to help guide you guys in whatever path you would go, and we're not going to look at you differently because of where you're at currently. And we want the best for you, and so like we will be more willing to encourage you through all the stuff that you do. Um, so just to wrap us up, I just want to let you know that and all the other students out there who might be listening. Um, but thank you guys so much for tuning in to our second episode of justice for use uh life in the urban city podcast and if again if you guys have any questions for us and our students please shoot it to us at our emails info at ju4y.org and again we want to give a shout out to our sponsor um brink films and artie delgado he's a local film producer based in pomona he f- produces films directs films and so he's been helping us out at justice for Youth, he's been um, a partner working with us guiding us um, especially with the media side of things and so if you guys ever have an interest check them out at brinkbaby.com and so enjoy the rest of your week